the end of uh, the 1800s, early 1900s, a missionary came over and um, the gospel took foot amongst the African folk. And at that stage, there was the gold rush and also the diamond rush. So African folk came from Mozambique, uh, Malawi, uh, they came from north all down to South Africa. And then they accepted the gospel. And because the link, because this thing started in, in Zion, uh, they went back and started Zion churches. The missionary couldn't stay for long and so he was retracted back and uh, so because there was an ongoing follow-up there was quite a bit of syncretism and so uh, folk added Christianity to African traditional religion. And so now we've got millions of people calling themselves Zionists all because of that initial work they claim that name um, and uh, the doors are just open to come and teach now. There's a huge uh, opportunity to come and preach the gospel and to say that there's only one mediator between God and man and that's Christ. Get the selling of pumping, the sisters singer Abanga in our churches, they didn't talk about Jesus. They didn't tell us that he is a personal savior. They didn't teach about salvation. They believing in two things, God and ancestors. They worship the robes. They said you can't serve God without wearing the robes. You can't sing, you can't preach if you don't wear. The message of Jesus was new to me. Sweatatis. So what exegesis is yatini? Amen. ZEB stands for Zion Evangelical Bible School. It's a four-year Bible school program. We accept anybody into the program, but generally just the leaders. We try to go into their situation, have the class in their context so that they feel at home. Our goal is to train the local pastors to do the teaching. 
So as missionaries, we're trying to work ourselves out of a job. We're trying to pass on whatever skill we have so that they can in turn reach their own people. I'm a teacher here at Bible College. So my father, he came to my class and I taught him the Bible. He accepted Jesus Christ as his personal savior. And even my mom, uh, she's my student. they come to us and they're asking you know please come teach us the bible and we just can't reach the areas the areas waiting for those who are passionate about souls those who eager to see people come to Christ and, and have a personal relationship with God through Christ, the, the doors are wide open, absolutely wide open. It's a joy and a privilege to be with you this morning. I would like to uh, back up. And uh, this morning, early, the early service, I talked a little bit about my ministry, but I would like to back up now and, to, and look from a different perspective at missions in a global, um, uh, on a global perspective and what we are doing, what we are talking about when we as mission agencies get together as we look at the world. Pastor... You talked about how many, during Sunday school, how many people are unreached, how many missionaries there are, where they are working, and so on. These are the kind of things that we talk about all the time. When I get together with my colleagues, which, by the way, in a couple weeks, I will be in Toronto doing that very thing. I showed this video because it, it is not a team video. It is a Zima video. We partner with a mission, this small mission called Zima in South Africa, their headquarters being in Zion, Illinois, just north of Chicago. 
But we work together once we're on the field and uh, we partner together. Team's vision in general is basically uh, we help churches to send missionaries uh, to plant reproducing churches around the world. When you look at this equation, you see three things. You see the church. You, Calvary Bible, is in that equation. You see the missionary. We heard from a young lady uh, wanting to go with OM to, uh, the sh- on the ships earlier this morning. We heard from her. You've got the missionary, and then you have the mission agency, which I want to represent in these few minutes that I have this morning. It's important that these, as it were, the three legs of this stool, that we work together and talk together Years ago, you might have thought that a missionary sensed God's call, um, approached an agency, um, and the church was, which I should say the agency may be representing the vision that, um, that this individual had and wanted to partner with, and then the church was expected to just pick up the bill. That is no longer the way uh, what we are talking about these days. Rather, it is fulfilling. Our desire is to facilitate what you as a local church want to do when you talk, when you think about um, evangelizing the world around you. Coming together to listen to what you are saying and also you in turn learning from our experience. I understand that uh, we understand that an agency facilitates the missionary that is sent from the church because of our experience, our expertise, our studies, our language um, abilities, our um, studies in cross-cultural communications and so on. We can help the sending church in areas that you are not maybe particularly familiar with. So we need to work together so that what we're doing is fulfilling your vision, but we are facilitating that on the field once your missionary gets to the field. Um, Team has about 20 recruiters now um, scattered across the United States. And um, we are uh, ramped up our mobilization department, but we are no longer mobilizing missionaries, young people, or whatever, second career people, just for our fields, but rather for missions in general. And so our 20 uh, recruiters, even though they are paid through teams um, funds that we raise, are recruiting for all missions across the board with whom we can fellowship. And so whether in translation work, we direct them maybe towards Wycliffe. If they're interested in aid aid, um, organizations, that kind of ministry, we might direct them towards Samaritans first. It depends on what the church and the missionary are thinking. We are willing to work to mobilize those young people in the direction that the Lord is leading them. Um, I mentioned earlier to Pastor that team sponsors an Explore workshop where we can bring in uh, these recruiters and spend a weekend with you, and maybe you want to draw in other um, people from other churches here in in Nassau and the Bahamas to talk about missions and to um, to uh, to learn more about how God guides us and looking at the individuals attending this workshop, what are their gifts, what are their abilities, and orienting and um, and then. Um, explaining what it means to have a call of God and, and understanding that to greater effect. And then exploring what their, their abilities to, um, to go cross-cultural and to live in a foreign land. These are the kind of things that we talk about in this Explore workshop. 
One thing I always say to the young people, that anyone who orients their life towards righteousness will find it harder than they think to fall out of the will of God. God will take them where he intends them to go. If you orient your heart toward righteousness, he will take you um, into his will. You, you do not need to be afraid of missing it. In um, team's um, ethos, we looked to bring kingdom resor- resources into in line with kingdom purposes. And uh, that's not just money, but we're talking about people. I would like to thank this church for your engagement with me, and I would like to renew my engagement with you in order to reflect and to facilitate the vision that God has given this church. And um, and I um, am willing to serve with you in any capacity that I can in a long conversation to find out what your vision is and how we can facilitate that. And so I want to thank you for inviting me uh, back here uh, to your conference. The last time I was here was in 2012. In the meantime, you have been so faithful in supporting me as I moved from Chad and took up these new responsibilities as senior director overseeing our team's work in Africa. But I want you to know that we work together with other missions. We are together in serving the kingdom to the glory of God. Thank you.